This is the Search Hustle Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and share the methods, tools, and experiences that we handle every week as digital marketers working with SMBs, franchises, e-commerce, and startups to help them grow their business. Why do you need SEO? It's going to help you increase your SERP positioning, your search engine results page ranking, where we're at. Are we on page one? Are we on page two? We're on page 10. On page one, great. Where are we at? Position 10, position three. It's going to help us to build that content and restructure that content to rank better in or, uh, the organic SERPs. Two, or boost organic traffic to your site, right? So organic traffic is just a part of the traffic pipeline. We've got referral traffic. We've got paid traffic. We've got local SEO traffic. We've got social media traffic. We've got email marketing traffic. We've got um, just direct traffic. And then we've got this organic traffic. And then what are we doing to gain more of that organic traffic? Just one piece of the pipeline. So great content is important, but should be part of a larger acquisition strategy, right? pipeline development, all these places where we can talk to, communicate, and drive potential buyers to our products and services, get them to our sales team. Organic is just a part of that acquisition strategy. And we need a combination of acquisition strategies. Marketing is, is multivariate. It's it's our social media strategy and our ad campaigns and our local reviews and, and, and GMB and our organic strategy and our technical SEO and website and CRO techniques that we're at, uh, modifying A-B testing on the website to see what can do better, what can drive traffic down a funnel better. All of this, all of this is very important. So eight tips to improve your site's traffic. One, know where you stand with Google. If we don't know where the site ranks in Google, we certainly don't know how to uh, improve it. What ranks when we pull up certain keywords, when we change our zip codes and we try those keywords? How far from our local store do we actually still rank? These are all things we can find information in Search Search Console. We can find ranking information in Google Analytics. We can find uh, generic overarching information in uh, Google Keyword Planner and third-party tools uh, such as Ahrefs, SEMrush, and things like that. We're using all of these slices of data to really know where we stand. Be a copycat. When you find someone's mousetrap that's working, rip those components into your own strategy, but improve upon them. Reach out when someone is a source in the space or is someone that's listened to, try to collaborate with them, create content that they post, uh, allow them to do content on your property, share opportunity. And then we're connecting, always connecting with people that are in the space, making sure that we're known and that we know them and relationship building. SEO copywriting is super huge. We need to understand the macro the, the niche or the space or the industry as a whole. And then what are all the things that our site should have content, uh, representing content on that property so that we come across as the expert in the space. Using infographics, winning in video, uh, in image search on Google, winning on downloadables, on things that people share in social media and keep coming back to us for. Pay attention to the traffic you get. So we don't only wanna keep hunting down new traffic, you know, who did, who are they? Where'd they come from? What'd they do? We need to understand these things about that traffic so we can get more of the good traffic and then avoid bad players. You're going to have lots of opportunities to work with and interface with bad players out there. And you certainly want to know how to uh, identify them and don't let them put a finger on your digital footprint. So prepping tasks, you got to do a site audit. You'll use tools like Screaming Frog, Ahrefs Audits, um, open SEO stats, uh, Chrome extensions, things like this. 
and do technical SEO audits. Find out when you've got 404s from the Search Console, Screaming Frog, or Ahrefs. Find out where you're linking to a redirect. Find out where you've got broken links or pages that are HTTP on your HTTPS uh, uh, website. Find these technical things because they can really be buzz kills to your property. Your property could do well, but these tiny little technical things could really pull down a strategy. So ensure the site page loads fast. Um, you're gonna do tools.pingdom.com. You're gonna do GT metrics. You're gonna be pinging everything. You're gonna follow the rule of have as least the least number of protocols and calls that you need to have a really well represented page. The more protocols or calls, the slower the site or the page loads. So we certainly wanna to try to keep it under one, 1 1.5 seconds. We wanna keep it under a megabyte when applicable, um, but there's, there's, we're always in a push and pull. It's always a tension. We wanna have really good things on a site and also make it so it loads in, in a, a good enough load time. Create a backlog of interesting content to keep your traffic engaging, right? Have a macro strategy, have a blogging strategy, making, making sure that we've got content covering everything, or at least we've got a strategy to eventually cover that stuff. We don't keep writing with no idea of what we're writing or what we've written in the past or what teams have written in the past. Keep a log so that we're adding more and fresh content and going back and freshening up the old content that the site currently has. Ensure images are um, SEO friendly. They're below 100 KB when they can be. They have titles and alt text. The file name is named appropriately so it makes sense for the image and the page that the, that the image is representing. And then also try to pay attention to small things like title tag, character links, meta description character links, things like that. Know where you stand with Google. So knowing how Google currently has you, your site indexed is essential. Going in and figuring out what pages rank for certain keywords will help us to identify pages that maybe are walking over each other or really not doing what they were supposed to do. If a page is not doing what it's supposed to do, we go back to the drawing board, we do research again, we rewrite the page. If two pages are fighting for the same thing, then we certainly need to try to figure out one or the other should be ranking for those things. Maybe one needs to be completely written or uh, or really just scrapped all together and both of them combined, but we need to know these things. What do we index? How's the site indexed? You can go to Google, type in site colon your domain.com. It'll show you all the pages that are indexed. Then once you find those keywords, those pages are ranked for, uh, you could put that keyword right behind this site, uh, yourdomain.com. There's there's so many different Boolean you can use up in Google and you need to search uh, Google Boolean. It will show you how to do these different uh, techniques to see how you're ranking in Google. It's also gonna help you find out when two pages are ranking for the same thing. Certainly it's gonna always happen, but we wanna make sure that we make that page really one focus for a keyword, keyword cloud, and then have additional pages that might rank for things that are not also supposed to be ranked for on that page. So know where you stand with Google. Be a copycat. When you find, uh, when you do a competitive audit over a competitor's strategy and they're doing things that are working, do those things as well. Don't be like, oh, that's their strategy. We don't wanna imitate them. They use Facebook, stop that. If they're using Facebook well, you use Facebook well. If they use Instagram well, you use Instagram well. If they blog five times a week and you see they're getting massive values of free traffic, you blog five times a week. Whenever you find a working strategy in digital, you imitate it. Of course, you're gonna make it make sense for your brand, your voice, and your end users and your goals, but certainly we wouldn't leave a good mousetrap on the table. 
So reach out. Uh, securing high quality authoritative inbound links is super imperative to the strength of a website. And we don't wanna be spammy and ridiculous about this. We really wanna pick and choose our battles because you don't have unlimited time to receive a bunch of no's. So you wanna know how to reach out, who to reach out to, engage them regularly, know the audience that you're writing to, and provide people high quality content Offer people um, podcasting content. Say, you know, I'll come on your podcast or have them on your podcast. Um, let them write some content on your site or vice versa. We just want to reach out and see how we can connect with people and make sure it's not just a one-way street. I'm only trying to gain something from you. That's the whole MO right now is everybody thinks that they're, that they're, they're smarter than you. Oh, you need this content. Oh, you need to link to us. No, we don't. If we can come together, if we can come together, and provide mutual benefit, mutual value, and, and help each other gain more audience, there's real value there. Connect, after um, the prerequisite work of reaching out is done, making a connection is next. You're gonna wanna reach out to organizations, tastemakers, influencers, people that have influence in the space. So we wanna show them our valuable content and then talk to them about their valuable content and collaborate. In this connection, it's not, hey, you need ours, link to our stuff, and it's just a scam, it's all about us. Make it about a connection, a, 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 a partnership in, in many ways. So you wanna um, make opportunities, create content, connect with people, and then, of course, it's about getting an increased click load, right? So this is the SEO copywriting. This is um, paying attention to what we can write about holistically on a website that makes sense within the theme of that website, within the theme of the page, within the theme of the categories of the blog, within the theme of the tags on the blog, and just in general in the uh, theme of the space, right? There, there's so many things we can write and so many slants we can write. This SEO copywriting is supposed to help us garner more links, more clicks. It's also to help us get more links because we're so authoritative. That's like a byproduct. We write really good uh, content and people start linking to it and sharing it that we didn't ask them to because they start to trust our content. They start to trust our website. And so we want to grow clicks from search engines via good SEO copywriting. This is a huge thing. We go into this over and over again. Use infographics, right? They're gonna uh, show up in image search. They'll probably show up in the Google search. You can even embed them in websites as downloadables or ways to get people's uh, emails. Share them in your email marketing, share them in your social medias. Infographics go a long way and they take time to make. So it's like you have to make sure you have the right time, a, a branding person or a design person, but you make a good group of 10, 15 infographics and they can go a long ways. Pay attention to the traffic you get. So certainly you have to have Google Search Console set up on your website. Certainly you're gonna want Tag Manager to track things like phone calls and, and links that are outside the website, like to the GMB and stuff that we know is further down the funnel. Uh, but we also wanna have Google Analytics so we can see multiple data points from like referral traffic, direct, direct traffic, organic traffic, paid traffic, social traffic. We wanna understand where the traffic we have is coming from. If you're spending all your time on social media and it provides no traffic to the website, certainly that's okay if you're getting them into a funnel from social media. But if we're supposed to drive them to a resource on the website before they get into a funnel, which I don't know, maybe that's not even applicable. But really, if it's supposed to drive them to content on the website, they get to the website and they bounce 99% of the time, 
that traffic, if isn't if it isn't converting right there on Facebook, or we're not seeing conversions right from Facebook, it's probably not that valuable, and it's probably hurting us. So we need to find places by paying attention to the traffic we get. What do they do? How do they bounce? What uh, what direction do they go on the site? What do they consume? And produce more of that and better quality of that. Avoid these three things, right? Bad players, avoid bad players. Anyone that's using a PBN network to boost up your, your links, this is a bad player. Um, if you can take a look at their SEO and they say they're an SEO strategist or um, you know they're good at SEO, but they have no SEO for their site, that's a lie. Like that's not true. You don't hire the mechanic that has a busted up engine in their own car like right who would you do that would you hire uh, a, a carpenter that doesn't even have good woodwork in their own house would you do that so like you you don't want to hire an seo company or an ads company that doesn't do it well for themselves so put value into only easy keywords that bring little traffic right so you've got uh, people that maybe do very little SEO research. The, these are not, that's not really a bad player, number three. It's just someone that doesn't have a long-term strategy that isn't willing to say, look, it's gonna take you time to get here. So you eat, you have to do these things in-house. You have to have short-term and long-term SEO goals. You can't uh, game the system with PBN networks. You don't wanna work with people that are garnering bad links, that are doing things that are black hat or sketchy. You really wanna work with people that are above reproach and also have in-house people that are doing things the right way. Certainly if you have someone in-house that's doing some of some bad black hat things, it's only gonna be bad. And maybe they get some uh, quick rankings, but Google's algorithm always catches on to these things. So make sure that you're staying inside of good SEO tactics, staying away from bad players, get rid of a bad player at the moment you've, you're able to tell that what they're doing is considered a uh, something that shouldn't be done regardless of what space you're in. Now Google, Google, it's true, Google lies all the time. They tell you to do this one thing, but the truth is, is you should be doing this other thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about blatant abuses of things that are, are straight up bad things. Um, and, and number three, like again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just you want to have work with teams that that can come up with strategies that that can help you uh, gain traffic in the short run, gain traffic in the long run as your website gains authority, trust, and strength. Yeah. So that's those are the tips I have for you to improve your site's traffic. It's covering a lot of things, and there are so many tips. I could make tips one through 1,000 over tips to help you gain more site traffic. This is just, again, a reminder of some things that we wanna always manage and pay attention to. Thanks for listening to the Search Hustle Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about digital marketing and taking your knowledge to the next level, be sure to check out searchhustle.com, where we've got tons of free content, stuff that we use every week to market businesses as well as our in-depth digital marketing course. Start your search hustle today at searchhustle.com.